0: Hey everybody, this is M'Lat, Mlatside. side
1: M'Lat, Matt M- side? This is Sherry, hi, how are you? They can't,
0: they I know. can't answer you I know,
1: they can't answer me, but I'm asking it anyway How far? Thanks for asking Sherry
0: Hey, that was one of our listeners
1: <laughs>
0: So we're uh, outside again on uh, Tuesday afternoon
1: It's a beautiful, beautiful spring day It's really pretty out
0: it is very nice. Um, spring is in full bloom. They're mowing the grass out here at the park. So hopefully that doesn't interrupt. But if so, go yourself. We wanted to talk about sobriety.
1: Yeah. How's sobriety going, Matt? How are you doing?
0: Um, I'm the best at it.
1: <laughs> you won, You win the sobriety contest?
0: I won the uh, Sober Guy of the Month Award. <laughs> they, they, hang, hang. they hang up plaques in the... <laughs> In the rooms, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: Maybe what I heard. I know
0: Bella. Bella's hoeing around to other people.
1: Yeah, she's trying to find somebody else to own her.
0: Bella, get out of her mouth!
1: Come on, Bella. <laughs> Don't do that. No.
0: <laughs> our our dog Bella likes to put her mouth inside other people's mouths. Yeah,
1: it's it's really gross. It's disgusting. It makes She's an
0: adorable dog, but her breath smells like butthole.
1: Yeah, it's I don't know what to do about that. I mean, give her those breath things and she's had her teeth brushed and all, I don't know. Whatever. She's very cute and she's kind of annoying. She's yeah. a dense, irritating miniature beast of burden. <laughs> That's right.
0: The best kind. Yes. Um, anyway, yeah,
1: so sobriety. So uh um how do you feel? We just have nine months sober. We just got nine months sober. Yeah, yes. We did it. Supposedly, they keep saying that's the hardest, like, the nine-month chip that's is the, the hardest one to get. least given
0: out one. Why? Is with the actual, what it is. Why is it the least given out?
1: Yeah. I mean, I can understand, like, obviously, your chips are getting white chips and your chips, and it's just, I guess, that chip right before a year. And once you get a year.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand how that works. I don't I understand a lot of sayings in AA. I just. Uh, Go with it. Well, yeah, because more will be revealed, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's some codex somewhere <laughs> that eventually will we'll find a meaning to what they the hell they're talking about with those chips.
1: I think that it's one of those things where if... Gosh. Anyhow, yeah, so nine-month chip. Now, I think that it's like, obviously, you know, your chips are given out. Frequent because once you know people get multiples of years but um I can understand a 9 chip because that's the last one till you get a year so that would that makes sense why I I don't want you to do it. math we talk <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's avoid that all right either way we only have this moment yeah right now to be sober
1: yeah and uh that's I feel pretty
0: good about it I came to a nice little realization recently about all the, all the things in our lives that, you know, seem to be burdens and, and curses and horrible diagnoses, are really incredible gifts that we can uh, we can share with the rest of the world. It's like we're never impoverished by life. We're actually given everything we've ever needed yeah. because it's all right there in the in the diagnosis in the thing. Right. We, are, we become connected to more of life. Yeah. In the way, in those ways.
1: What's that push, you know, and even if, um, you know, in the disease of alcoholism and, alcoholism and addiction absolutely can be terminal. 100%. I mean, it has 9 million ways that it can take you out if you allow it. Um, and that's a really scary thought. If I could dwell on that, if I wanted to, yeah. and I could, you know, feel sorry for myself that I am in, in this, in that position where I have this disease that could do that to me. But the reality is that I have a choice today, and that's why, you know, really grasping how, how deep that concept is, the one day at a time. And, um, because that is all we're given, and we can't, and it really teaches us. I mean, it's really, that's why, you know, the 12-step program is so inspired, just because uh, it, it teaches us to be in the moment. We don't have, somebody said recently that we don't have, you know, not don't, not not only do we have not have anything but this moment, but um, you know, if we're dwelling in the past, then there, there's depression. If we're thinking forward, then there's anxiety and, and fear. And uh, and God's not in either of those places. That's why you have those things in, in those places. God is only right here and right now with us. Yeah. Um, because those 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 places don't exist anymore, so God's not there.
0: I know. I remember saying that like seven months ago.
1: You are so. Funny. I swear. <laughs> Matt thinks he thought of everything. No, it's not that I thought of it. I just
0: remember telling you that. Oh my goodness. Sherry only hears what other people say. She doesn't hear me. She'll she'll come to me all the time. You swear. come to me all the time. You're like, listen to what I heard in the meeting. I was like, I told I told you that this morning. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> Or, oh, or or i, I said or I, I said or i'll say i know that's what my blog was about <laughs> and she like she'll tell it to me like it's the first time it's ever been uttered <laughs> like human existence like
1: it's so profound now like you know, you're
0: obviously not reading or listening to it we any, hear things uh, I, when we need to hear i make them. it. i write it down for you and i speak it to you i'm going to start making short films
1: <laughs> so you can see it as well sometimes i just mess with him cuz i know that he said it but so i'll i'll like come you know, I'll come back to him and I'll say, hey, guess what I heard? And I know that he said it to me first just to, because his ego can't handle
0: that. My ego can handle anything. I don't have an ego. Because it's so I strong. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't have an ego. So there's no worry.
1: Yeah, there. that's right. <laughs> oh, that's funny stuff. But it's true,
0: because God is only in the moment. I, I remember saying this. <laughs> God is only in the moments that we're in, and we're only in this moment now.
1: Right. Right. And so that's and so if you want to be in God's will, then you have to be in the present, which is now, you know, and um, and that's the only way that we're going to stay sober, because if we're too worried about, oh, my God, what if I die of this disease? What if I you know, that's that fear? What if I drink again? What if I go out and I don't come back and I die of this disease? Well, what if, you know, that's a choice? Yeah, but you are
0: you dying of this disease right now? No, you're I, living. No,
1: I'm living better than I've lived ever, right. ever, ever,
0: ever. Are I mean, you drinking right now in this moment? No, no, no. So that means I have a chance to not drink in the next moment, but I can't worry about the next moment. It's it's one of those things about the program. It's like um, holding on to smoke. It's like grasping smoke. As soon as you think you have it, or like a humility and that stuff, as soon as you think you have it, it's gone from you. Mm-hmm. You know. It's all these different ideas that we play with all the time that you just have to be you just have to like like Forrest Gump was a great example of this. the guy didn't think no, he, he wasn't just so did. worried yeah. about everything else around he just did the next thing he was supposed to do mm-hmm. or he did the thing he was doing right then to the best of his ability, mm-hmm. and the guy had an amazing life
1: He was running
0: <laughs> he was running <laughs> and, yeah, once you think you have any of that stuff, it's like you don't have it We have, and Forrest Gump That's what it was Forrest Gump Is a Great representation of that For people like you Who need it written Verbally And visually Um
1: What are you saying man? You should watch that movie <laughs> I'm
0: I'm... you do. You do a good job Of running <laughs>
1: Oh I've ran my whole life Away from lots of things I don't know Maybe that's why I like running now No but, but I it... Go
0: ahead I was to say the, the doing the next right thing Doing the thing in front of us it, There's so many opportunities For us to do The next right thing But we Think about it too much And so We just don't do anything Like I, I wrote that About uh, the whisper of inspiration mm-hmm. How it's always right there It's always like Oh that would be cool Let's yeah. try that Let's do that We should do that and then um, we
1: have fear of judgment or fear yeah. of, oh, no, that would be, so, oh, how am That's I going to afford that? Or else. how am I going to do that? Or I'm not talented enough. Or I'm not this. Or I'm not that. or There's no point because I, have I, no time, time. I would, yeah. You know, whatever it is. We have a million excuses. and Right. Like, just
0: like it's like going to the gym and uh, expecting one workout to fix, you know, 30 ten, years yeah, of, whatever. of d- terrible eating and sedentary lifestyle. Body. Yeah, right. Um, but we, we think, well, it's going to take too long. It's going to take a lifetime to fix this problem so I'm not even gonna go in the first place as opposed to just thinking I'll go today I'll go right now I'm gonna go right now I'm gonna go do anything anything but it's amazing
1: though when we course correct we've talked about this numerous times when we course correct how the universe whatever what you know whatever our whatever we're supposed to be doing we're supposed to be doing the right thing we all have we all have a purpose on this planet and when we are in our purpose when we are doing the right things we catch up so much faster you like t- using the you know sedentary let's say 10 years of sedentary lifestyle and destroying your body with diet you know bad diet and whatever bad choices it's not going to take you 10 years to get in shape right. you know it's going to take you maybe a year total you know when, to lose all the weight and to get in shape but it's because you course correct it you know that's that it's going to take 10 of the time for you to get in good shape than it would have if you um you know than it did for you to get in the terrible shape that you're in right you know our bodies, our spirits, all of that, they want to be on the right path. They want to be doing the right thing. And so, you know, by working a program in AA, by being sober, we were, for years and years, you know, I drank. It's, I'm hardwired certain ways because I was taught from a very early age that bad feelings were, um, were not okay. Sad feelings were not okay. Um, and so, you know, I, I drank really early on alcoholically. It was a relief because I finally felt relief from my pain. Um, and, uh, it worked for a long time. And so the, the obsession was immediate, but, um, so my way of thinking was diluted. My perception was diluted. I didn't know how to feel my whole, I never learned how to feel. So here I am, many years later and i'm learning how to feel for the first time now is it going to take me as many years as i drank and i didn't feel to learn how to feel again absolutely not i've been sober for nine months and i'm i mean at first it was complete insanity you know all these emotions popping up out of nowhere and um yeah when we first get sober the first thing that we realize is that oh my gosh you know all of these pent-up feelings and emotions are coming out because they have to, they, you don't have anything to stuff them down with anymore. You don't have anything to mask them and numb them with anymore. And so you, but you don't even know what they are. You don't know why you're angry. You don't know why you're crying. You don't know why you're sad. You have no idea what, what is this? Because you're not used to learning how to identify your feelings and to know why you're feeling a certain way. And that tapers off. Um, those like, um, that, that emotional roller coaster will tape, tapers off, but, um, the other thing is that not only does it taper off but you become better at identifying as you work steps as you talk about you know what you're going through and you talk to people um at identifying why you're feeling a certain way you know and i can remember it taking when i was first able to finally identify but it would take me about a day to realize why i'm feeling a certain way yeah and now i'm i'm down to maybe an hour <laughs> you know i can understand why i timed yourself yeah well no really i have for the most part i have you know And I and I've learned too that um, you know I don't have that immense fear anymore. I don't like feeling you know sad or um, you know anxious or depressed or whatever it is. But I've also learned that if I take proper action and I do the right next right thing, like you were saying, I do the things that are right. I do the things that I know I need to do. It's not guaranteed that I'm going to feel better right away, but I will feel better.
0: Well, it's that part of making, it's it's almost part of, like, doing an inventory or uh, making amends immediately, the 10th step, where um, we we don't wait around until it builds up into something else, like me needing to write my book or, um, or finish my book, I should say, or uh, go to the gym or take a nap or get something to eat or tell, you know, the I need to tell people I need to stop doing something or whatever it is. Like, do do the, the thing that's healthy for me. Just doing it immediately is a, a, a form of amends to myself. Yeah. For um, not it's doing keeping, that for so long. Well, it, yeah, and it's, it's just keeping my, my sink clean. It's keeping my side of the street clean. Mm-hmm. Um, Your channel
1: and all of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, to keep it from getting built up to where it turns into a, a monster that... I can't even identify what the issue is anymore Yeah, because it happens to where I, you know, we just get so caught up in, um, everything going on in life and it stems from that root of me not taking the first step and that thing that was bothering me a week ago or a month right. ago. If I would have just got up or, or even just, you know, said the thing I needed to say or did the thing I needed to do, it would have been better. Like there would have been no issue whatsoever and my life would have maintained that peaceful peaceful uh joyfulness yeah but I I continue to put myself in that situation or I do I've I've gotten a lot better at being aware of it and just doing whatever's necessary um for my sobriety which is any of those things those any of those right things
1: yeah because when you get honest with yourself and you say if I keep this in or if I don't do this like I know that like I, I need to stop this. I know that I can't keep doing this for somebody else. I am not, I'm not capable anymore. Be like, you know, like you've been like doing, stopping doing the interviews where it was for you, um, or taking on any more interviews. And that has to do with, you know, because you saw yourself just uh, taking on too much. And it was a pattern of your past where you would do that and you'd become this workaholic and eventually it it would drive you to drink. Well,
0: yeah, I would take on way too much, uh, because I want, I, I honestly want to do all these things, but in reality, I'm not capable of handling everything that I would love to do. Um, and for my own sanity and health, I need to be able to back off and I've never been able to do that in the past. And being able to do that this time around, it was such a freeing feeling. Yeah. Like, even just because it's not like I'm, I'm not doing interviews. Like, I still have interviews for another month and a right. half, basically. You're just
1: not taking I'm on I'm just anymore. not taking
0: on anymore for the moment being, so I can hopefully pursue some other things. But the weight it lifted because the scheduling of it, it takes a lot. Like, I'm always, always working on scheduling the next person, which, yeah. I mean, I was scheduled for a month and a half out, you yeah. know? And having that kind of foresight and planning and and making sure my schedule is open and available to do the interviews um, takes a lot of energy and trying to be in the moment is tough when you're constantly planning for everything in the future but it was just it was it was a really freeing it was a really freeing thing to just say okay I need a break I need to take some time for myself to reassess um, my priorities take some of the things that I want to do like I, I want to do stand up. Honestly, I wanna, I want to take some acting classes. There's a lot of stuff that I've wanted to do prior to getting sober, like in my entire life that I just haven't done because of fear, yeah. And then because of drinking and all these other things getting in the way. But I have the opportunity to do now. That I, if I just push fear out of the way and I go ahead and do them, I'll, I'll be able to. I'll be able to get it done. It's just I had to free up the time for myself, and that's
1: well. That's what that's monumental. That shows that. Um, this time around, that this that proves that this time around, one of the things that proves that this time around in your sobriety, obviously you've been longer sober longer than you ever have been, but that it's different, that this is different, and I think a lot of that, and you know, Matt has been a true um, a, a true testimony to just practicing, you know, taking our practicing, listening to our intuition and, and putting it into action, you know, for me, and that has and that has to do with. Um, you know he meditates every day. I mean, he doesn't skip a day meditating. He does it every single day. He gets up, he goes to the gym, he comes back, he meditates for at least 20 minutes, at least, and um, and that's how he gets in touch with his intuition and and learn. And initially, you know, yeah. that's how he did. And now he's at a state where he knows what that what his intuition sounds like. And so mm-hmm. from listening from hearing his, his spirit or intuition, talk to him to the follow through the action that, um, that he, he takes, he doesn't, he doesn't second guess it anymore. He doesn't, you know, put, um, or not for very long. It
0: doesn't mean it's not scary. It's definitely scary. Like these things that I want to do, um, they've frightened me because I know that it means me getting up in front of other people. Like the, the comedy thing means that I have to get up and test the thing that I've leaned on my whole life as something that has kept me in the cr- in the group. That's yeah. given me some validation for of importance that I'm funny. Yeah. And as soon as I get up and start trying to tell jokes and be funny, if nobody laughs, then I, that it's, you're, like it's like your identity. My identity. Yeah. It. Right. And part- so it's challenging my identity every day. But I know that I'm. I'm. I have to challenge my identity. I don't have to always be the funny guy. No, you, you don't. Know? I mean, it's a blessing they, that I can be funny.
1: Yeah. And here's the thing. It's like, and what if they don't laugh? It's like, you try again. You know, I mean, you know that you are. It's just, and you know that this is something you want to do. It's just about, you only fail at it when you, when you stop trying and stop right. what you really want to do, you yeah. know, and that's it.
0: But I think it's challenging our identities because the people who we were, like, I have to remember that I, I was reborn again. Like I was absolute. I have to be a new creation every single day I wake up. Mm-hmm. And that I have to challenge that identity of my character defects were this, you know, before I was this guy before. Yeah. What am I doing today that is going to separate me from that life? That is going to build me up to a new new version of myself? And that's challenging the idea of who I was. Now, I can't forget that stuff, you know, but I can do other things to improve myself in a different direction right and and these are
1: god-given talents to you and so you realize that and and, you know when i first getting sober you especially when you i you know i drank from such an early age i didn't know what were my character defects and and what was was me you know what i mean um what was the alcoholic what was me i i couldn't separate the two you know and i had to it was like i was this blank slate suddenly again you know i didn't know and um you know, things are coming back to me where I'm. Uh, I'm realizing what is me. You know, and yeah. um, and it feels good to because we do. It's and it's not about. It is separate ego and you know, identity. It's just it, yeah. We want we want to be known for something. We want to identify with something, but um, the reality is it. There's innate parts of us that are that truly are us. You know, if it's whether it be. Funny or you're musical or you're artistic, you know, artistic. These are things to be proud of, and and these are you know, God-given talents that you, you know, and gifts that you should develop. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the bigger crime would be is if you didn't do it. That the much huger crime would be yeah, if you didn't try. Yeah, because it
0: would only be because of fear. Right. It'd be because of fear of yeah of not doing well. Well, and it's like and an also no reason to do, right.
1: Not to do And you innately know, I know you're funny, you know, other people know you're funny. You know, you're funny. It would just be out of fear. It's and you'd, and it, and what I'm saying is what if nobody laughs? Still, you're still funny. It's not validation. You're not looking for validation. It would
0: be hilarious if nobody laughs.
1: Yeah. You know, but it was just like, but it's not about.
0: After it's terrifying, after it's like the worst feeling ever, it'll be hilarious. (laughs) Like later that (laughs) night or the next day. That's how it always is. Like, it's mortifying, but then it's like... Well, that, I would that be there the and funniest. I would laugh,
1: so I it would be okay. But it's, you know... Um,
0: you would have already heard the jokes a thousand times.
1: I'd throw tomatoes at you. <laughs> I've never heard this joke. Did anybody? <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's not about needing validation it's not doing it for validation it's doing it for the experience because this is something you've always wanted
0: to do yeah and it's somebody who I want to become right. too it's th- that's the biggest thing it's like I want to become uh, I would love to do stand up or um, be an entertainer of some sort whether it be acting or I think writing is a great vehicle for me too uh, I'd love to obviously do that but I think it's not just it doesn't have to be one thing
1: no it doesn't I mean you know, and that's. I don't want
0: to limit what I'm capable of because of fear and that's all it would be doing like because I enjoy being in front of a camera I enjoy entertaining people writing is a great way that I am able to entertain people right now yeah I feel like I can entertain people in other ways too well and
1: our but our purpose our goals can change and that's and that's the thing it's like we okay let's say when you first started writing Trent Foster (laughs) and you set these goals you know the best-selling author you know and all great that's fine you don't know what that's going to look like, though. If you are so have these expectations of exactly what your your goals are going to look like, or you stick to goals that no longer feel right for you, just because you yeah. feel like, well, if I give up on them, then I'm giving up on my goals, yeah. then um, you're, that's the wrong thing too. It's not saying don't have goals, but let allow be flexible, allow things to change, allow yourself to to listen to that intuition, like you know. You got put on this path for a reason. You set this goal for a reason. Maybe not to hit that goal that you initially set, but because you were supposed to go somewhere else, but you only could have gotten to that other place if you had initially started here, you know? And so it is.
0: No, I told you that too.
1: That's such a lie.
0: He's lying. It is
1: such a lie. I even
0: wrote about it in my blog. (laughs) He
1: he lies so much. (laughs) It's
0: not a lie. (laughs)
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So she does, uh, does this other thing where he thinks she that I, I don't have any she original thoughts like, or anything good I say. She like I've never no. said. She acts like I, it, it was never uttered by me, but she's coming up with it now on her own. Or no, wh- what's the other thing she does? She, uh, I'll tell her the title of my blog, and then she'll figure it out without reading it. She'll be like, I got it. <laughs>
1: That's just to mess with you. She's, she'll,
0: she'll start going to a conversation <laughs> from the title of my blog. Like, oh, okay. So, like, if... <laughs> I'm like, no, just read the blog. No, oh, but I got it. You. It's the title.
1: <laughs> she's uh, a genius. No, Matt doesn't think I have any original I do, thoughts.
0: I do, I okay. do. But most of your original thoughts are my original thoughts That first. is bull crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm getting sunburned out here.
1: Yeah, we got to go cuz I got to go to work eventually. What time is it?
0: 2:52.
1: Yeah, I got to get back so I can get ready. All right. Bye.
0: Well, thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Bye.